Hi, my name is Lucrezia and this is Pricing on the Cake. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pricing on the Cake, the podcast that's all about creating a business that gives you wealth, joy, and a lot of abundance in your life. My name is Courtney Rogers. I'm an award-winning business coach, podcaster, and I'm joined today by Lucrezia Iapetino from Blogging for New Bloggers. Lucrezia, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks. <laughs> so I would love for you to introduce yourself to our viewers. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, of course. Uh, so um, I'm originally from Italy, if you have you know, a bit of an accent, <laughs> but I've studied and working in different countries and I'm now based in Melbourne, Australia. So I worked as an international lawyer, university lecturer for over 15 years, um, yeah, in different countries. Uh, and now I'm the founder so I run a couple of websites and, and, and blogs and business all under the same umbrella. But um, so I found it together with my sister Marina, blogging for new bloggers. And then I have legals for business owners, the pack specifically business owners. And my first blog was Tiny Love Bug. <laughs> it was a lifestyle <laughs> blog. <laughs> and um, uh, we also asked the Blogging for New Bloggers community. is a Facebook group with over 30,000 uh, members. They are mostly bloggers and online entrepreneurs from all around the world. Um, so, yeah, I help. Especially new people that are starting a new business, mm. it can be a business or a blog, to start the business and grow it and protect mm-hmm. it legally with my courses and legal templates. Yeah, amazing, <laughs> amazing. So that's really interesting to me. You went from like, you know, international law and legal studies and being an academic, and now you are helping business owners grow their business through blogging can you tell me a little bit about that transition like what brought you to the world of um you know going from all the legal stuff which is its own kettle of fish to working with new business owners um it it actually all happened by chance uh it wasn't planned at all um what happened was that um so I met my husband in London. I, I'll do a, a, a background story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like it's, it's so, it just happened by literally by chance. I would never, never expect this to happen. Mm. And I'm so happy though that this happened. I know, like, I want to mention this because I know that some people might be in corporate, might have like a successful career, but still they feel like something missing in their life. Yeah. And so my journey might inspire some other people to take the leap. And even, you know, if they scare, and oh love that love that yes please give us your happened was that I actually started my business as a like a creative outlet because my husband and I were trying to start a family like we wanted a baby yeah and it wasn't happening for us we had been trying for uh years and years so in total it took us five years um so at some point my fertility specialist said look you to focus on this you need something to to keep your mind off Hmm. these issues and so I started a blog as a creative artist right Hmm. and I loved it and you know so I didn't start it as a a business venture at all but even from the beginning from inception we start making good money out of it and said oh maybe into something here right at the same time something's happening throughout my life 
where, for example, I mentioned, I don't want to go too dark, but okay. I'll mention quickly. We're all that, about keeping it real here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I first moved, moved to Australia, I became blind. I was blind for three months. No, it's not like a, in a figurative sense. I actually became, I lost my sight okay. for a virus, okay? But mm-hmm. we did another time there was a virus that could be <laughs> uh, reversed, um, cured. And so I thought, you know, like what I'm doing with my life, like I'm here stuck in a bed mm-hmm. and, you know, I had a second chance basically life and I realized that what I was doing wasn't really giving me a real purpose because it was all for the prestige, the career, the recognition Mm. in society that, you know, you have all of that. Yeah, the expectations of society. But I didn't feel that I was actually helping anyone and making a real difference in uh, day-to-day life of other people. So what I did was when I saw that I could still make money with the blog, I realized, especially because then people start asking me, how are you doing this? I realized that I could help so many people, empower them to do the same, to work mm-hmm. from wherever they wanted, whenever they yes. wanted, you know, yes. like, so really <laughs> do the life that you, that you like, like being creative at the same time and, you know, like doing your own journey and the things that you like without having a boss, without, you know, like I start thinking, what if one day I want to go, because now I'm a mom, so the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> very different now (laughs) and so I was like what if I want to go to a recital and then Mm. you know like I can't get leave because you know I'm too busy exactly and you know what like so many women are in that position the same position as you where they're not getting a lot of fulfillment they're not getting joy out of their corporate role it's not in alignment with who they are it doesn't light their soul up right Mm. and they feel like they're wasting their life and wasting themselves and then they become a mom and they have this all of a sudden their life just completely transforms and they're like oh my gosh I actually not only want to make a living out of this skill this passion that I have and making an impact on other people I really need to for my family and that I can't love that anymore because you know as a as a coach like I call myself you know a bit of a rebel coach because I'm all about you know fighting the status quo and fighting against the societal expectations of go to uni, get a degree, get a job, stay there for 50 years and then die. You know, don't worry about being creative or doing something that fulfills you, you know, God forbid, something that lights your soul up. Um, And the fact that you are coming from that position where you were like, you know what, I was in that career. I had it. I had the prestige. I had the status. I had the security, the money, and it wasn't enough. It didn't light me up. And I think that's amazing. And that would be so encouraging for so many women on here who are listening and who are maybe second guessing themselves and thinking, should I give up? Like, should I go back to corporate? And I just, I think that's so awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, usually people that move, you know, they start the side hustle or something is because they're coming from a place where probably they, um, in, I don't know, work environments toxic or have, have a, yeah. a terrible career or um, I don't know, like they can't find a job or but, and it's all good because side hustle and making your own business is good for everyone, in my opinion. Yeah. But I think like the, the, the people that are um, underrepresented are those who are actually successful and they feel in their situation, their, you know, like their career or whatever. 
but they want to they want to make the move but they feel that they will disappoint their parents they yes. were like no, it was <laughs> you know yes. people, they will ask like for me when i when i resigned from my job people were say are you sure like you you know you're giving up this six figure salary and the security and the stability yeah. and and everyone looks at you like you have two heads they're like <laughs> why would you lose that position why would you give that up voluntarily so My today we're giving happy. them permission that they can yeah. do it. And then now I'm making multiple six figures with my yes. business so there is the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my parents were not happy when I when I quit an accounting job at a big accounting firm. And uh and now I earn more, way more than I was then, and I'm happy as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, my parents would still prefer it if I was still in a normal job. So for anyone out there who's like, oh my gosh, I wish my family were more supportive, don't worry, you're not alone. It happens to so many of us where, you know, your parents, like, maybe they're not, like, they're not supportive or they are and they accept it, but they're not excited about you in your business and things like that. So, yeah, I hope that that's really encouraging for anyone listening who <laughs> doesn't have that, that support and that excitement and enthusiasm from friends and family. It can be really, really hard as well. Uh, Lucrezia, I'd love to ask you, what were some of your main challenges as you you know, left your corporate role and started your business? What, what were some of the fears or worries that you had around that? Um, <clears throat> I had many. <laughs> I really encountered <laughs> many challenges uh, throughout, like, you know, the old journey. And I still have, like, you know, the more your business grows, you, you're faced with new challenges because you are the oh, yes. next step. <laughs> and, yeah. But, you know, when I was starting out, first of all, I was second-guessing myself because, I, like, in my um, industry, blogging, for example, which is my main, um, it's all written, it's also uh, very big in the US. So my audience is mainly based in the US, mm -hmm. Australia as well, Canada, UK, but you know, the US is Primarily a massive US. country. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> there were like technical issues like, oh, will be my English. In, good enough because mm. I'm not an easy speaker yeah. uh, or like the time zone difference having you know like I would be invited in summit a summit and it would be at like 3 a.m in the morning oh. you know making all <laughs> that work uh, but these are things like really small things that you with time you can overcome and I want to say to anyone that is feeling they're not enough like I was because I want I wasn't an easy speaker if you're feeling like you know oh I'm not beautiful enough to go on a video on YouTube or, you know, whatever you're feeling, don't. Because yeah. actually I found out later that the fact that I do have an accent, it was something that people could relate with. Like, you know, Absolutely. people, you know, anything like it can be, it, it gives you that some, um, I don't know if you read the book from, um, say, Gordon, like the, 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 cow, the purple cow, anything that is different that you bring to to the play that is not seen that it can maybe resonate with someone else encourage them empower Absolutely. them you know inspire them so go for yeah. it you know yes. you don't have to be we mm -hmm. don't have to be all the same exactly <laughs> another thing that it was a really big challenge for me was moving from the solopreneur stage mm -hmm. to having a, a you know a team that was growing and yeah you know, that was really hard because I don't like to label uh, myself for things I worked a lot on my mindset, but, you know, just so that we understand where mm. I was coming from. I'm a control freak. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I think oh, a lot of us can, I think a lot of us can relate with that. Oh, perfectionist right here. Yeah. Hand up. Absolutely. And so when I had to outsource or start delegating, if that was really mm. difficult for me, but I learned that letting go of perfectionist, um, it did require a lot of internal work, but once I start living by the, you know, done is better than perfect mindset, yes. <laughs> everything became so much easier. Um, and actually my, my business started gain, gaining momentum because mm-hmm. I was finally able to do more things, all the things that, you know, they've been there for years that I never published or I never done because, oh, this is not yeah. good enough. Like yeah, I, I need spend to so finish much time up there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, so it, it really striving for perfection can be, you know, an endless and, and fruitless pursuit. So uh, it can lead to procrastination, which mm-hmm. happened to me all the time <laughs> because I always found something that I could change yeah. or improve. Yeah. And when you're um, a business and you wear so many hats, there are yeah. always things to do and there are always things to improve. And so if you are, you're letting yourself be led by that sense of everything it needs to be perfect. It needs to be better all the time, all the time. You're never actually going to move, right? You're going to, your wheels are going to be spinning, but you're not going to go anywhere. And it's interesting that you brought up the delegation side of things as well, because one of the most common things I'm telling a lot of my clients, because a lot of them are in that sort of stage where they're solo, but they need to get a team, but they're like, I don't want to hand over the control. I'm a control freak, which I, I hang on heart is absolutely what I was as well. Um, and I often say to them is that if you don't, your business cannot grow right? Richard Branson didn't get to where he is. Mark Zuckerberg didn't get to where he is because they were control freaks and held on to all of the jobs. They gave jobs to other people because it allowed them to have the time to do other things, right? To focus on their own zone of genius. And this was actually like, you know, an advice that a uh, a mentor had given me who's worked with like billion dollar conglomerates around the world. And he said, if entrepreneurs can't let go of that control and delegate, they're basically setting themselves up for failure. And it sounds really harsh, but it's true. And I'm sure that you would have experienced the same thing. Like, I'm sure you, you know, I know that my business wouldn't be where it is now without the team that it has. Would you say the same thing for yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. There are things that's, um, some things that my um, team can do way better than I could ever do. (laughs) (laughs) But even even if it was like there are some specific things that I'm particularly good at and maybe you know like sometimes I see something that my team is like oh maybe I wouldn't have done it this way it doesn't matter because Mm. as long as everything is aligned with our mission is you know is still empowering people still helping people supporting people giving people you know value it doesn't matter if then the color is not perfect perfect that shade of pink that I would have picked or Mm. you know (laughs) Yep, absolutely. Yep. You can't be caught up worrying about like all of the things in your business and everything that's going on because like, you know, I'll I'll also say to clients who get worried about that sort of thing, I'll say, do you think Richard Branson notices or knows that there's a typo in one of his Facebook ads? Probably not because he doesn't have the time to worry about things like that. And he knows that in the long run, it's not that important. Right. What's important is, you know, overall strategy, overall mission, like you said. Um, and I'd love to know from you, uh, Lucrezia, like if there was a 
you know, one thing that you wish that you knew or that you believed when you started or that someone would have told you, what would that be? Maybe I'll go I'll, because that's so many. I'll probably go back to what you said before, like, um, because I think that's something that happens to probably everyone that starts mm. and they're not prepared to how much it takes to start a business, all the yes. things that are involved, you know, and we wear like so many hats yeah. and yeah. So that overwhelm that we feel. So I wish that someone had told me at the time that you don't need to be everywhere or anywhere yes. and do everything at once. So I think that the best strategy is to pick up your, a few platform for example mm-hmm. like let's say social media right you don't need to be on all of them mm-hmm. when you first start you just <laughs> pick the one that maybe resonate with you the best so you feel like it's, it's a good match with your personality for example I prefer blogs or podcasts or or YouTube channels because I'm an introvert mm-hmm. and so <laughs> I don't really surprised by that. But let's pick two platforms. You start with those, you Mm -hmm. master those, and then move to the next one. You don't do everything at once. Mm -hmm. Also, you keep like checking easy word, is a good you know return on investment, Mm -hmm. or it's better to ditch it because I'm just wasting time. This is not working. Like it's you don't need to do everything. Like is and also you can do things differently. I when I started like learning, you know, marketing strategies and this and that, and and people say, okay, uh, I don't know, send DMs to people that follow. I, I don't want to do that. I, it's not it's not what I am. Like I don't yeah. want to, like. It's I not in alignment with who you are. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so there's no true or wrong. Like you know, this is correct. This is not. Is what best work for you, your personality, mm-hmm. your business? Because once you find that that soft spot of things that you like doing, I only in my business now I only do things that I like doing. Yeah. Otherwise, I won't do it. Because once you do the things that you love and only those, there is that. There's a different energy. You yes, know, like yeah, I agree. And then I agree. you would attract attract the right people. You would make mm-hmm. more sales because you're more confident. You believe in what you're doing. While if I had to send a DM to someone saying, "Oh, this oh is my god," I that would make so me feel awkward. That would make me feel sick if I had to send a DM to someone. And I'd probably just be like, "Hey, here's a nice <laughs> gift uh, to brighten your day and make them <laughs> laugh or something like that." And I wouldn't even pitch to them. It would just be so awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I totally agree. I think that, you know, as entrepreneurs, you know, because the, the the potential things that we can be doing and the activities that we can be doing are so many, we really need to be protective of our energy. And especially as women, we tend to overwork. We tend to overgive, uh, you know, for other people as well as, you know, out of ourselves and our energy and our time. And we really need to take control back and take that power back and say you know what I'm not going to be everywhere at once because I can't be and I'm not going to put that pressure on myself because that's absurd I cannot like not even even like uh social media managers will tell you that being on social media platforms is a full-time job and as a business owner you need time to do other things in your business right you need time to work on your client work you need time for upskilling you need time for operations or admin or your legal stuff or whatever else it is right? So there are so many facets to it. And I think that that is really, really brilliant advice that you've given of like picking two things, two platforms, like two ways 
to communicate and be present for your audience and go with that. And I can absolutely attest that that is 100% a really, really great way of going about your marketing, especially when you're starting out, right? Oh, awesome. Lucrezia, this has been an absolutely fabulous chat and I would absolutely love to have you on the show again one time. Um, But we're going to wrap it up for today and I'd love to leave the audience with a, a final piece of advice that you have for women who want to feel more fulfilled and more abundant in their business? Um, <clears throat> probably, and it's not, you know, it's not, I might be biased by this, but <laughs> in saying this, but it's like if you don't have a blog yet in your business, add one. Because in, in what we were saying is probably the, the, if you don't like writing, just access to, to a writer, you know. But what I'm saying is like why a blog would really, um, um, would be a, a perfect addition to your to your business is because you will actually um, bring people from Google because it will be all passive. So it's not you know another thing that you have to work hard for. It's actually people that will find you without you having to do anything at all except mm. for writing a blog post. But you write it once and then it will work for you for months and months and years down the track mm-hmm. um, because it will always bring the same, you know, it's not like a, a, a social media post that is short-lived. That blog post is there and can be fine for Yeah, this. it's um, quite evergreen. Yeah. <laughs> and like a podcast episode, same. Uh, so I'm all for long-form content, especially because then you can repurpose on social media and everything. Absolutely. I love uh, repurposing yeah. only because I'm, like, lazy, but also <laughs> I'm, like, efficient as well. <laughs> Uh, but it will play like having a blog will um, increase your authority mm-hmm. you can be uh fine by people that are really interested in that so your client instead of you having to find clients all the time they're actually finding you through google mm-hmm. they search for something you come up and then once they're on your website on your blog post you convert them you know to a subscriber or a client mm-hmm. depending on yeah. what yeah and, and if then, you have great seo on your website exactly. then it's only going to help <laughs> with that it's going to help so so much Lucrezia thank you so so much for for joining us today I hope that you'll join us again sometime this has been a really awesome chat I love that (laughs) yeah I really enjoyed um, talking with you and awesome yeah I I can imagine like there would be so many people listening right now who have been so encouraged by your story um especially you know the the decision that you made to leave corporate and go and follow your passion and just be like you know what fuck the society, fuck everyone else's expectations. I'm just going to do whatever the heck I want. Oh, awesome. All right. So this has been another episode of The Pricing on the Cake. Don't forget that you can find more resources in the free Facebook group, The Pricing on the Cake by the same name. If you have any questions for myself, you can shoot me an email at Courtney at CourtneyDegan.com. Lucrezia, if anyone would like to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Um, so my website is bloggingfornewbloggers.com. Um, they can get a few freebies there. They can be really, uh, it's not only for bloggers, for online entrepreneurs too, but otherwise I have legal school business owners too. Um, it's, it's for specifically for online entrepreneurs. Um, I have a Facebook group with the same name, um, Blogging for New Bloggers, and Instagram is with my name, Lucrezia Beginner. Awesome. Whichever works for you. Well, thank you once again. And thank you everyone for listening. Catch up next week for the next episode. Bye-bye.